Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, Thanks so much for coming back, but for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home, and as always, there's beer and soda and water in the fridge. Cheers. Well, yeah. Yes. Bring out them water bottles. It's it's We're all good. Pansies. Steve, I didn't get you. <sighs> a lovely Sunday with a lovely table of men, just the way I like it. I'm sitting here today with four-fourths? Of the band, is there four people in your band? Yeah, technically, Only floating four. drummers. We play okay. as a five piece, but we don't have a drummer. We, All right, we hire a drummer. That that's some typical Pittsburgh shit. So make <laughs> yeah. some noise for my friends in Lotus Kid. Oh, thank you, thank you. Since we have a whole a whole table, a whole a whole medley of bodies in the room today, why don't we uh start with Mikey and have everybody introduce themselves around the around the world? Hi, I'm Mikey, and we started with me. Hi, I'm Zach. I'll, my name's Doug. My name's Doug. <laughs> I'm Steve. I play guitar. I wish you did that. Right? Well, I play bass. Oh. There's three people in the band that do nothing. A guitar player. <laughs> I they just, don't have a drummer. I hold it down <laughs> that's all the history. day. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, that's, that's my history of the band. But if anybody would care to elaborate on a more accurate one. <laughs> Who wants to start? How'd the band start? Why are you doing this? Why are you playing it? Why, why the fuck are you playing music? Why? Uh, why? Um, there's enough bands. Stop. There's there's I'm too joking. many bands. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what's up? When did Lotus Kid start? Uh, it's kind of hard to say. Uh, Zach and I have been playing music for like what ten years now. Probably you remember the golden age, the Giorgios and oh hell yeah, dude. shows. Yeah, I guess we're like kind of a continuation of like your high school band. Just kept changing kind of. members and names and eventually they started letting me sing for some reason sure i think you forced your way i forced that. My and way you, you get older but you keep the name kid in the title and it Correct. tricks everyone right. yeah right Fair yeah. when did i think <laughs> lotus kid was official in 2016 yeah okay so but we've been like evolving since then with different bands and stuff i gotcha so and it's always been in like the same realm of yeah. music. You haven't like you know you didn't start as a we never uh, we never grew you up. weren't Is a crap core band yes. or anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you used, to have, you used to do the breakdowns. Yeah, yeah, that was used bands to be easy core. Yeah, the very uh, yeah. soft side of it. I'm a big fan of like you know throwing a bunch of genres into a pot, but I'm really glad that breakdowns aren't trendy and like pop punk anymore because it oh, always like yeah. made same. my skin crawl. Yeah. You liked it. I disagree with you. I, said, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I think too. I mean, like, I think so much of it. I mean, I'm not saying that it was like an adolescent thing, but just maybe at that time in your life, you had never heard anything like it. And you were really excited. I mean, this comment's coming from somebody whose favorite album of all time is a mindless self-indulgence album and had slipknot pictures hanging up in his bedroom <laughs> in high school. Yeah. So I am no fucking bastion of like what is good or bad music by any means. I, but I totally understand like growing up you find shit it's tight. Yeah. I agree with like the adolescence thing. Like it's definitely like a, it reminds you of like high school. Yeah. When you hear it. Nostalgia. Totally. Like immature like music, but yeah. I still enjoy a little bit sometimes, you know. So one thing that I'm curious about is like how over the past decade or two decades, I mean, pop punk's a lot older than that. But how do you all feel just now in 2020? Maybe you'll say over the past two 20 years since 2000 how has pop punk matured or has it not it's, has it, it takes itself like super serious now 
yeah before like the blink 182 and the bands like that they were just like fart jokes and dick jokes the whole yeah. time yeah and now it's actually like we have something to oh say. and i'm not saying that in defense of it i don't even <laughs> i don't, yeah. don't even really like pop i think i'm just good at yelling in tune it's and, like, it's, and that's all you have to do a lot yeah. of bands <laughs> just seem to have like more lyrical content nowadays you know yeah yeah it was it's like maybe like a, a lot of like the emo crossover yeah right. seemed like yeah, that, that stuff yeah. kind of came people were like well let's write more sad. introspective music <laughs> yeah or sad whatever you want to call it <laughs> everyone's everyone's just super sad nowadays that yeah that's i don't true. think that's ever not been the case well maybe i feel that there's a lot more people that uh it's easier to uh it's easier to capitalize on it yeah i feel like it's sure like style i was gonna to say it's sad. easier to promote your sadness yeah <laughs> yeah you know, it's uh, you know, you can't be a band, especially in uh, the pop punk genre, without having some snarky, sad comment on a T-shirt. What is like emo rap is like the biggest oh, thing yeah. nowadays yeah. too. So like, it's, who would have seen that coming? It's like bled into like all these other, you know, e- like music forms and just like culture in general. Yeah. Like you know, uh huh. My little yeah. sister's fifteen and she loves the emo rap. She yeah. asked me if I like it. I'm like, I don't know what this even is. Juice World. <laughs> it's it's like uh, it's it's somebody took everything that was MySpace and threw it in a blender. Uh, yeah, I enjoy. And that's that. what's happening. You have like the sounds of like emo and hip hop, and then like, the look of scene. Mm-hmm. Like and it's all in a blender, and that's what people look like now. They're all like covered in tattoos and have crazy hair, and they're screaming yeah. over rap beats. That's <laughs> so like about being sad and the internet and stuff and it's like what happened this so they, is so they, strange they need more breakdowns <laughs> i think that was who was that broken side i was just oh yeah remember, yeah. That, remember yeah. that band Crunk core <laughs> it was exactly what you just described screaming over beats but it like it's maybe a little more artistic who else was now? there was there uh blood, blood on, on the, the dance floor, floor? Yeah. oh that was the neon days yeah neon do you anybody follow a page on facebook relics of myspace music no, no. oh my god it's just screenshots of like Alessandra's tour dates. <laughs> uh, nice. You know, the millionaire's profile picture. <laughs> Hell yeah. If that's what they even called it. So I'm guessing everybody sitting at the table right now, with the exception of my grandpa asses in their 20s, whether it's. Oh, really? I'm, a, I'm out of the 20s. You're out of the 20s, Old. huh? Nice. I'm dad. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. You made it. So we all grew up uh, in one way or another through that generation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You, uh, fellow grandpa at the table, <laughs> what were you listening to like 10 years ago? How did you get into the pop punk stuff? Um, well, I think 10 years ago was the super metalcore days. Yeah. And then eventually you kind of like, because you start with like Newfound Glory and Simple Playing. That was what was like popular. Then I got super heavy and then I was like, you know what? Let's stop the breakdowns. And then I don't know what emo pop punk band I started listening to. Everyone showed me probably story so far is like first ep and i was like oh this is cool and i kind of like went went from there into it yeah i remember being really also like super engrossed and like i mentioned before like you know the slip knots and all that stuff i grew up listening to a lot of wild music but the one curveball that was thrown at me like in like the early 2000s would have been glass jaw oh i love it was like whoa like what is this because it's like intense and chaotic but also very emotive but not like in a pop punky sort of way because i never like really gravitated towards a lot of that stuff and while i keep bringing up pop punk is it fair to call lotus kid a pop punk band what do you classify yourselves as trashy pop punk. yeah we're Tra- like, okay definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we try to like just do what we want but i guess like we kind of just like fall into that category the umbrella you know yeah. definitely pop punk yeah, yeah we play with a lot of pop sure. punk bands yeah 
I guess it's that makes sense. They play to that fan base. But, yeah, I feel yeah. that like whenever I have listened to any of your stuff that I have listened to, it's I mean, it sounds like pop punk to me, but a lot more like high octane in a way. That's a l- yeah, little bit that's fair. A little bit yeah. faster and yeah. more like punk not, beats and some riffs, riffy. Yeah, yeah more just kind of and like a lot of part changes, and it's yeah. not so much like about the hook. It's just about like the f- overall feel of yeah. the yeah. song. I agree right. with that. Yeah. They've even called Stompy Pop Punk by my one friend. I oh, really Stompy. Tiny New Bedroom. He said he's like that song. It could stomp to the beginning it's of that. Stomp. Do a lot of that. Banana bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting just, you know, seeing people that are because they're even regardless, like there's still like a not in a bad way, but in an adolescence or youthfulness to the sound of pop punk and to the sound of what you're yeah. doing. And it's so interesting now. 20, 30, 40 years later, how far, if you want to go back to the Descendants, we can right. call it 40 years. Mm-hmm. Number one uh, band. And uh, I love the Descendants. But anyways, <laughs> sidetrack. Uh, it's funny, like seeing those guys, because I saw them when they came here and like seeing them, you know, they're in their 50s, probably yeah. maybe yeah. older. And they're just like still ripping this stuff that sounds like, you know, 18 year olds right. wrote it. And it's so interesting seeing the evolution of music and seeing old people play things that still sound young because it's still music that is embraced by a younger generation yeah that's a weird thing well we saw the descendants in cleveland and milo was wearing a water backpack oh yeah yeah, yeah. and like i was like all right you can you can grab a water bottle you don't have to wear that <laughs> i waited on milo once at condado yeah i didn't even acknowledge he was milo i don't want to be weird you know yeah he's just trying to he probably appreciates food. that more Maybe like he was, a, like he was a with nod. like uh, like a fifteen year old kid who was like talking to me about my offspring tattoo. Mm. And I was just like, I got I gotta like <laughs> oh, you're getting, who you are. You're getting, I did you're getting called out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I did. <laughs> Whenever you know now you're putting out music in 2020, it's a lot different than the MySpace days, but it's similar in a lot of ways because you have your your band profiles mm-hmm. and you got to promote on the internet. What is the internet like for Lotus kid? Um, it, it's, it's effective. Like <laughs> I don't, I don't really like the internet. But yeah, it's, stressful. I, it's, it's, it's stressful. It's, it's like, stressful. It's a commitment. It's an, ob- it's like it's a weird chore, because you know? nowadays I, I feel like this happens now more than ever where you could like, be able to consistently sell out, you know, your hometown and maybe, you know, a couple of like surrounding areas and then like maybe not have the internet traction that another band has and you sell like way more tickets than them. It's like the internet sometimes like that gives like a false perception or like, I don't know, it's just weird. It's like if you're good at the internet, it's much easier to get, you know, your product across, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, That's why like people blow up so fast sometimes, I feel like, you know. I think that, that it depends. It's like people will blow up fast, but then the the longevity of it doesn't necessarily. Yeah. That's why it's like it's that like, perception. It's, yeah, it's like, like one thing you can throw a bunch of money or resources at something and be like, look at me, <laughs> but without actually having a personality or being able to maintain a fan base or build it from there. It's like almost worthless. Yeah. yeah. I find that there's a big lesson to be learned from like hip hop and rap artists being the biggest, most popular thing right now. And mm-hmm. I think it makes so much sense because 
it ties in perfectly with social media and everybody's 100%. just giving a fuck about nobody really cares about your music as much as like who you are as a person uh, and if right. you're like a rapper it's a lot easier to do that than like being a band because it's like one entity unless you can all like fucking power ranger megazord <laughs> your personalities together and promote it as one thing and that's a hard thing to do yeah. it's yeah. super duper hard people seem to really just gravitate towards the overall brand and like you know just like that's you know the look of that entity you know like that the rapper like you know it's like they buy into their brand like i don't know i think of like you know like wiz khalifa like uh, taylor gang and all that stuff they just they buy into that and like i don't know yeah like the, the taylor gang thing is smart because it's like it's a thing that you can be a part of. Yeah. yeah. And it or seems the, like every rapper has that nowadays. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? From it's like Taylor that, Gang to Juggalos. To, to, <laughs> there, there's, there's, yeah. there's plenty of families to be a part of. Yeah. For sure. And then even with, uh, even in metal, you have it. You know, Slipknot, they got, oh, yeah. they got the maggots. The maggots. The maggots, yeah. They got the maggots. And there's the Kiss like, Army. Kiss Army. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I'm enlisted. <laughs> <laughs> you got your number. I serve my country. <laughs> my, my friend uh, joined the Kiss Army. And he'd like pay them like, I don't know, it was probably like 50, 60 bucks something. And he didn't like get his like entry kit for like a year and a half. <laughs> and it was like a sticker book. <laughs> oh, sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. If he got duped, <laughs> if Lotus Kid could have like an army oh, or a fan club, Trash Lords. It would be the trash. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. That, that's we, like, but we already kind of have that going. We All of our merch is Trash Lords. We have a Trash Lords shirt for you. Nice. This is Zach's car. <laughs> My car. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate that. So I'm going to be inducted. You're yeah. an honorary member. Be, an honorary fake, trash lord. Fake knighted with a t-shirt. Yes, sir. Yeah. So outside of the internet, playing shows, being a real band, doing a thing, getting on the road, doing the hard work, letting the kids know what the fuck is up. How's that been treating you? It's been fun. It's been a lot of fun. That's yeah. the best Recording. part. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Well, you, that's that's what we want to do you know we don't want to be on the internet <laughs> right you want to yeah. have the presence of like we, we actually, actually just, do play these yeah, do wanna, something want to get well, you but, in the room so you can see what it's about you know yeah well, so that's, that's the, the interesting dynamic now of like musicians in 2020 the most popular ones are, again we're going to rap and hip-hop yeah. and they play i mean they tour but they don't tour like right. like a diy band tours Correct. it's a lot yeah. different it's a yeah. lot less frequent and it's a lot more Upscale. easy it's a lot yeah. more cushy yeah. yeah but it's yeah. the interesting part comes in with how social media plays a part in it because i always tell bands don't focus on the social media so much just play shows go tour be nice to people <laughs> as long as your music isn't terrible you'll do fine yeah yeah be nice to people play shows be nice that's it but you can listen to a record all day but the live shows what makes a band yeah for everybody i think most people can agree yeah, like definitely. you know you see We'll say Mikey in person. He's wearing that shirt and a bolo tie, and he's singing pop punk. You're like, well, I don't know what's going on there, but I'm all about that. <laughs> <Fuck with> that. <laughs> but the the interesting like double edged sword of that, maybe I don't know if that's the right metaphor, but would be once you get past your like tri state area or whatever, like you know, you start getting into the the fringes. Yeah, you really need the social media. Yeah. to yeah. help promote what you're doing, but it's hard to get the same traction as just like a rapper. Yeah. I don't I don't know how to like I, I haven't figured this out yet, so I can't like drop any knowledge on the world. I'm just something that I'm currently trying to figure out. Well, I mean, there's so many bands and everybody is friends with yeah. someone in a band and they get flooded with flyers. It's so yeah. I find it it's like insanely hard now to book out of town if nobody knows 
if you don't know anybody like gotta make circles just, start small yeah. yeah yeah get strong close to you and keep going out you know keep building yeah, yeah. i guess that first step's the hardest step 100 you know? percent. it's like it's like the snowball effect, but then, yeah you know? then once you yeah. got some homies or yeah. you know a few hours away it just picks you up. start booking we, tours uh well, exclusively on facebook literally every city's local scene page oh yeah and then being like here's our music can you host a show yeah, for us and that used to suck it sucks <laughs> it works but it sucks and show trading you know dog shit shows <laughs> so we've played a couple stinkers out of town for sure mm-hmm. but it's out of town that's yeah, part of it like just, i feel like you just have to go through step. those days yeah you just like hope that at least one cool person is there <laughs> right yeah one person who wants you to come back and then yeah. you come back and then it's better the next time yeah Definitely. with playing out of town and you know taking the time off work and getting the finances together vehicles and merch and you know all those things how do you do it Uh, how do you make it work we learned to not own a van you want to rent there you go just trying to cut expenses because you know you might have to pay to rent that van but when you're not using it it's not sitting in front of your house parts needing to be changed insurance needs to be paid uh, that's that's a pretty big one. <laughs> totally. Oh, it's like important to like work hard and you know play you know as many shows as like you can, but like you don't want to just be like you know like yeah it's, burning yourself out too. Right. You don't want to grind, yeah. grind, grind. Start and, playing like, smarter shows. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Play smart shows. Choose, yeah, you know. Yeah, how do you go about picking and choosing shows? That's like now a, that's like a fine line. I feel like. Um, is it just the vibe? Well, we know gut feeling. <laughs> We know if we're going to go out on the road a weekend, we're going to play with friends' bands. We're not going to take the risk on a weekend to do something new. You know, yeah. that way we have that nice cushion. We know we're going to like have some people there, make some money. We're not going to lose out on the whole tour. You know what I mean? Try to make like anchor dates is a yeah. smart way when you're still like booking for yourself. Have you considered taking that step of like working with a booking agent? Have you done that we, before? We, so it's actually funny. Today's March 1st and we we have a, booking agent but as of today she's actually going to take over his management as well wow so sign the contract yeah congratulations <laughs> yeah well we actually we haven't announced that so our next tour that it is announced um was somewhat self-booked it was like mostly the other band that we're going out with and then some of the dates i took care of but we actually have a tour coming up in june that's going to be in support of our upcoming ep that uh, this company fbt entertainment actually booked for us nice so and how was that relationship established um i was aware of them they booked like the sophomore slump fest and work with this band bloom we really like so we just hit them up and we're like hey this is what we do we're gonna go out and tour regardless if anybody wants to help but if you want to hop on it'd be cool you know maybe we could be good to each other you know we got some ties here in pittsburgh if you have any bands yeah you don't want to come through and they're like yeah let's do it that's awesome yeah teamwork is such a huge thing especially if you're trying to take it to that next level but it can be so hard finding the right people yeah Definitely. so yeah. you've been, I mean, you've been yeah, working we, with this person for a while then well no so are it's gonna be the tour we're gonna do in june is gonna be the first thing that they actually have booked oh, okay so okay and then the what was the deal with the management situation uh well they're gonna kind of step in oh so like, it's help take a load off of yeah. okay i got gotcha. you we just like started to get <laughs> like we just got along well so it's like yeah it just kind of makes yeah. sense we're just like talking just, every day yeah. and it's just like you know things are ha- kind of like it's just like a natural happening fast and becoming a little overwhelming so it's not really that you know they're just going to take over everything it's just they're going to help like guide us like give us like you know dates we have to have things done by uh ideas do you want to try this next time yeah instead of, like your last plan 
uh, oh, I think your plan's cool. Let's just like elaborate on more, make sure we have everything written out. That's so crucial. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's like one thing of all the things that I have done. I've never been able to successfully find somebody that can like do that. And yeah. I don't know if it's just like, okay, well, like, you know, just I just do dog shit things and nobody's interested. <laughs> no, we, or I just haven't found the right person. It's know? probably that. I mean, we, self-accountability is important. We've talked to other people <laughs> and it's just kind of been like, eh, I don't know if we want to take this route because like we worked hard on this. We don't want to just put our project in someone else's hands. So, yeah. you know, it's like you kind of just got to spend some time and really look. Yeah, it did happen. <laughs> or, or get lucky. When, you know? when Grey Walker put out our last album, like right before we were like getting ready to um, announce all the releasing and everything, there was a label that reached out to us because they had heard about us. And they like basically just wanted to like take the album and release it, which sounded cool. But they were like, well, we're going to have exclusive rights for the one that was already out. No, it, we were just about to release it, but everything was oh, done. So you were, like yeah, it okay. was all like, we had already paid for recording and mastering right. mm-hmm. and yeah. all the art, like er- everything was done. So it was pretty much tied in a bow for them. And then they wanted to like take it and release it and have exclusive rights to it after everything was already mm-hmm. paid for. <laughs> and we weren't going to have anything like, re- like, you know, it was just kind of yeah, like a real like trash. Like, were you like just like waiting to hit us up until now? Or was <laughs> it just a weird coincidence? But we ended up not doing it. Yeah. And I don't know if that was a good move or a bad move, but yeah. whatever. Sounds uh, good. Sometimes you can end up in this scenario where, uh, you know, the label will be like, hey, we're going to re-release your old music. And you're like, oh, cool. You know, yeah. distributions and new people are going to hear it. But really, it's just like you're going to make money off of something that they had no part of whatsoever. Happened uh-huh. before you even knew whoever the label or whatever, like, you know. <laughs> that's like the depressing side of like you see all the like available for the first time on vinyl and all that sort <laughs> yeah. of stuff. Yeah. It's just like, that's tight, but like it, the yeah. band's not getting any of that money. Right. Most likely, especially yeah. for like any of those like victory record stuff or the mm. Roadrunner stuff, any of that like big label stuff. That's all just like shit that like, I feel like I'm fully convinced that labels just hold on to that stuff until like things are getting bad. Like yeah, shit, we need to make, like, we need to make an, an extra 20 grand this month. Fuck it. Reissue yep. the glass jaw records. <laughs> yep. Pull them out. Yep. Time to do it. Same thing as when a band does like a 10 year show with a record. That's what I was thinking. 20 yeah. year. 50 yeah. I'm year. fucking sick of that. 13 year and six months. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, but I am really excited for the armor for sleep. Uh, 15 year. What to do when you're dead tour. I will be going to that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like <laughs> I, I go to all those shows. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. But it is like, you got to think like, is this a money grab? It, it's it's yeah. just a money. money grab. Just give yeah. us, please. Give I us. mean, you're in a band, you know what it's <laughs> right. like. Yeah. Yeah, we, and like, can you imagine like being in a band that does really well? Like a good example would be like under oath. Oh, and then yeah. you're not an under oath anymore. When well, they were in yeah, under oath like sucks. 15 years. Yeah. Or whatever, right. and but then, the, And then you don't have that anymore. And then the all of a sudden, it's like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, 10 years later, okay, let's let's just fucking tour well, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's make some money. Yeah, and it's just like, and then you fucking, they probably make the money that they made in the 10 years that they were off on like one week of shows, if even oh. that many shows. Yeah, easily. Yeah. It might be cool if you were like in a 90s band and you could just like live off the royalties and your <laughs> stuff was on the radio. The early just 2000s still job, got royalties. But, you know? <laughs> but that's the thing that's so interesting about again getting the social media and individuals versus like brands the fact that like 
a band as big as an undergrowth or any other a fallout boy they didn't do music forever and patrick stump solo career fucking tanked and then they just attached fallout boy to it and the music sounds exactly the same as it did when he was doing solo music and now they're big again yeah but it's yeah. like people it's will bad. attach That's a really good point people will attach themselves to a brand but not the individuals within it and that i find that like really interesting because yeah. i don't think it was always like that no, I, I don't know. Musicians, we like all of us would follow a person if, like, I just say like Milo from the Descendants had like his own solo stuff. We would all follow that, but like the average consumer wouldn't because they're like, "That's not what I want. That's not Fall Out Boy. That's just Patrick Stump being skinny yeah. and writing pop songs, <laughs> <laughs> wearing a suit." Yeah, <laughs> and that's pretty much what Fall Out Boy is now. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> so you are Bastian Brian about Fall Out Boy. You're just you're just Bastian. Is that the word you use? You don't remember? Yeah, yeah, I did use Bastion. That. Yeah, yeah, that's a good word. <laughs> With yeah, <laughs> how do you all feel about like the? So there was like a. I feel like every pop punk band, maybe not every, but every band in the pop punk genre and around that spectrum over the past ten years has like really just kind of embarrassed themselves, as far as I'm concerned. Has anybody listened to the new Green Day album? Oh, oh no. I tried. It's so bad. <laughs> or seen yeah. any yeah. of that stuff? I still can't, like, uh, you're an American idiot. So I guess uh, <laughs> definitely not listening. To well, <laughs> I guess Fall Out Boy, probably, I mean, I guess they were, I guess, is it fair to say that they were pop punk at one point in time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess you're yeah. right. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah. And uh, now they've evolved into uh, a re- basketball a re- music. Yes. You, yeah. <laughs> whenever, whenever there's a uh, goal at the Pens game. Yeah. Yeah. Q, what, light him up? Is that what it's called? <laughs> yeah, but like, they're on the EA Sports playlist. Like, Panic at the Disco and Fall Out Boy, they're the same band, in my opinion, now. Yeah. 100%. I thought the one song was, you know, I got the bands confused. I was like, I can't tell the difference anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, at the time, whenever all that stuff was new, I wasn't really listening to it and I was confused even then. I thought it was, there were similarities. Mm, yeah. It was just, Panic was more whimsical, it seemed. But even Fall Out Boy would have been starting to get into their more whimsical stuff with yeah. uh what was the album with the fucking cartoon bear on it uh Folly infinity. yeah that, or, or, or infinity on high maybe no that, yeah. that's the one with the sheep right that's infinity like on high is the sheep yeah Folly that's where I, I start to they started getting like really like overproduced it was still, yeah it was like yeah. really they had like like still good songs, jay-z on their yeah. album or whatever yeah. it was on still felt like bandy though like you know yeah not just like a patrick stump and not of a though. band yeah. yeah like you could tell they probably wrote it in a room and then watered it down now it's just like all probably done on a computer with a producer and then he just comes in and sings. You the, know? the one band from that era that I I actually enjoy their evolution would have been Paramore. I think yeah. they did a really good job. They're like R&B band. They're like synth pop now. Like, yeah. they just got so I feel like elements. they were just always a pop rock band and it just catered to the time frame. Yep. Like they were doing yeah. pop rock in 2003 and that's what it sounded like. And now pop rock in 2018, 19 sounds like that because yeah. like rock bands don't have guitars anymore, <laughs> but, but rap acts have guitars on the beats. It's really weird how that flipped. Yeah, well, it did. Yeah. Haley, does, uh, <laughs> Haley does a solo now. Yeah, you know, I was just thought, awesome. Yeah, it's good. Like it's it. really good. Yeah. I and it's weird because it. I always took like her, like, you know, Paramore kind of just as like the Haley Williams project. And then, but right. like, you know, it's funny because like she'll take off time to like reset her mind so she can write her own solo stuff, which is uh, that's pretty cool, you know? Yeah. I try to do that, it justice. I mean, I know that Taylor York helped her with a lot of the writing and the production for her solo stuff. So it's basically a Paramore album, but it's like a lot darker and kind of weird in a way. 
it's definitely fine. not it's awesome i really like it's it. it's funky yeah it's, I, I enjoy it too it's cool but I, I could definitely see um i don't know why they decided to release it as Haley williams versus paramore but whatever you have that kind of money and power you could do right. whatever you yeah. want yeah. <laughs> so when is lotus kid gonna uh stop using guitars and start using synthesizers to get with the times um it'd be mikey solo ep yeah <laughs> oh yeah Lou, the Luberg experience oh yeah <laughs> gotta produce that <laughs> <laughs> i don't think the voice like not in an offensive way i don't think the voice of our band fits that kind of music it would, maybe unless we want to do like industrial we could change it yeah, up, yeah. start hitting cakes and nonsense <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. We just maybe someday we're just not interested in it. <laughs> that was, you know, being half serious. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's. I find it. It's really interesting now in terms of the metal world that I'm in. It's really hard being in a metal band that doesn't have singy choruses, which I thought that would be fucking over by now. But it's definitely it's gotten way worse. It's yeah. like yeah. if you don't have someone that can scream and also sound like a dollar store Justin Timberlake, you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and people like those melodies. How does that if it at all blend into the genre and the world of music you're in? Because like you said, you're doing more just like yelly and key. And yeah. like you know, there's there's melody, I, I things, guess but I'm it's kinda, not. Like, I guess I was kind of joking you're not, about that. It was you're not so. It doesn't seem like it's so focused on like melody in terms of like a pop sense. Yeah, I don't know. Like how how do you approach writing vocally for the style of music? Um, I, don't, I mean, I definitely dig melodies. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I guess a lot of it is uh, either Zach or I come up with the guitar part and just do whatever we sounds good over it but yeah. I, th- I think your main focus is is lyrics definitely I think that's what you like to focus on a lot is let me write something that means something to me yeah and, and hopefully this translates to somebody else and like let me write like a story out you know i mean like you know yeah so, that's funny because uh i've been wanting to get away from that <laughs> <laughs> maybe i shouldn't but like everyone's favorite people like and not like us but everyone's favorite song is the story of self-worth you know that's just a giant story of yeah yeah they're all just me being completely overindulgent, just like <laughs> spilling it out there. Yeah. So when you write, I mean, I'm sure it's probably different for every song, but do you have like a melody in mind and try to write to the melody? It come, it, or you it, like, Sometimes that happens, but I don't think anything we've released is that way. It's usually just like we'll have the music and I'll just do whatever the first instinct is. And then like I'll go back and like refine whatever I think I might need change, bring it into the band. Zach will be like, I don't like any of that. <laughs> That's hundred percent accurate. Go back, go, back, go back and just, yeah, I don't know. Like the lyrics and melodies seem to come at the same time. I got you for me. Yeah. I know. That's just how I do it. Everyone's different. Yeah. That makes sense. I get it. Yeah. There's no, there's no wrong answer. Yeah. I'm uh, trying actually to, aside from like Lotus kid, do this, like, exercise where I'm trying to write songs with the acoustic guitar that are literally just like I record into an iPhone. Yeah. Whatever comes out, that's a song. Yeah. It's like literally it, no influence uh, of anything. Just maybe like change some words so they make a little bit of sense. Gotta like practice your craft. You know what I mean? It's like songwriting is a craft and there's like a reason that like, you know, in bands you like you just can shit out music, you know, it's because they practice writing songs all day long and like, you know, you gotta like write the shitty shit so the good shit comes out you know sure 
yeah, yeah. You, you can't have the good without the bad. <laughs> totally. And uh, I, I find that anytime I'm working on music, if it's been a while since like I've done anything that's a stinker, an obvious stinker, I have to remind myself, maybe I need to go back through this stuff or like play it for a friend because all of this can't be good. Right. Even if I'm feeling all of it, it all can't be good. Totally. It's like making yourself a bowl of food and you're like, this is good. And you share some with a roommate. <laughs> and they're like, this is fucking foul. <laughs> <laughs> I read on the internet. So it's like really true. And we know that for sure. But uh, Rivers from Weezer wrote like 100 some songs before he started writing the blue record, a blue, re- blue album, as they call it. Well, what's his name? Uh, Saves a Day. I don't know. I can't name. think of his name. Drawn a huge blank. But I don't I, know either. But I know he's he would just write songs for the sake of keeping himself sharp with yeah. it. Like 100%, just, just doing it. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're country songs or whatever, just writing whatever. Yeah, I think that I try to always I'm always curious when I read stories or hear comments about other artists that have written hundreds of songs. It's like I have like a lot of ideas and i wonder if people were saying like oh like a half-assed idea is a song that i wrote that didn't work out or if they actually wrote <laughs> like fully that is yeah. songs well the, whenever they went to the studio they had a song and the guy was like no rewrite this so you guys wrote the uh, i think we had a song we didn't have i wrote the lyrics like in the van on the way up oh that's and the they worst were, <laughs> well i was i was we were trying to be open to it like hey really produced this one you know? okay so we were like this song is pretty rough change what you want and it ended up like a little b part little riff ended up becoming like the main riff of the song and then we wrote a whole new chorus so you've worked with a producer then in the past yeah yeah what was that experience like we kind of let we, your letting your guard down and letting somebody kind of i'd been shit all over i'd your been stuff. through it when i was like younger for the first time and then worked with like many producers since and the first time it like sucks because it's like wow i suck at this i need to you know i'm not playing in time or whatever i don't know it's it's kind of cool though they get like whipped in the shape yeah i feel like you know it's constructive it's gonna make you better it also depends just like how you know you take everything you know because like everyone in the room's main goal should be is like hey we want to make this song like sound the best yeah. you know like you just get the best piece of art we can you know and as long as everyone's on the same page you know it can't you know has the potential to be like a really healthy process process you know because like we were saying before you want to like get as many ears on that you know song yeah, totally so you, so you know sometimes it's not shit, right it might know? hurt someone's feelings yeah you know, yeah whenever. and that's why you just kind of like gotta like separate the egos like hey it's like it's okay yeah. you know I think the most important thing to do is to remember if you're working with a producer that you chose to you chose to be there. You chose you agree for them. That. Yeah, yeah, it's like 100. you chose them because you trust their opinion and their exactly. Ear and yeah. You're so, trying to get something out of them. You yeah, know? yeah. We had a part in one of the songs we took to him. Remember, I said I like breakdown. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he just it like, wasn't like a breakdown, but it was like a it was like a rhythmic chuggy. Part. It was a total breakdown. And this dude was in Dunk. like. The no, easy, no. <laughs> like the easy. He was on like the easy core tour. What was it called? It was called the easy core tour. It was called the easy. Core. He was, it was on like that, four so years strong. Like, I know Peter easy core. Crime and this stereo. shit's not cool anymore. Take that out of your song. I was like, I really <laughs> like that part. <laughs> <laughs> but we changed it, and I it definitely is for the better. Now that I listen back to it, I think. Yeah, I think to the it could be really easy as a songwriter to write for yourself. At times, I mean, it's your fucking song, so you want to, but you forget that there are other people in the band and everything needs to complement each other, you Mm -hmm. know, like a a fine plate of food. And uh, also, people need to listen to it. It's a conversation between you and the listener. And if you're doing something that's going to, you know, 
trigger uh, MySpace PTSD in their brain <laughs> than maybe. It, yeah, that's what that, I have to live with that. You all should have to live with that. <laughs> but I totally get it. I think that that's why it's still fun to just, maybe it could have uh, the thing i wanted to say is like it's funny because i we all know goddamn well probably in like 12 years that shit's gonna be happening again oh so yeah we're all gonna I be like yeah. are you it'll fuck? come back I think it's already starting to yeah i mean yeah five years five years is back you yeah. think five years yeah what's been five to six years there's a t- you know, like you said okay. 10 years so we're it's coming it'll probably be like like almost satirical right but it'll we'll be back what's that band you like is it kid liberty I like Kid Liberty. Yeah, they're coming back. I hope we're on the tour with them. <laughs> we should bring it back. With Lotus Kid in 2020, what is like any sort of release schedule yeah, coming June. up? June. Yeah. 20. Yeah, you mentioned you had an EP coming out, right? 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with, with a three week long tour and support. It's not going to release before that. It's going to release on the get a release in the middle of the tour. That's exciting. Yeah. So, how long was the recording process for the CP? Um, we went to six yeah, days. Well, yeah, we went to Hoppet Kong. Is that how you say it? Hoppet New Jersey, Kong, New Jersey. Uh, the barbershop studios with uh, this guy Gary Sioni, and I think we were there for. Wasn't it? We were scheduled for five. We ended up six because we were scheduled for five. He had to like go back to Philly for something. Yeah, his like wife's car broke down, and so it was like it was six days. But I think it was pretty painless. Yeah, it was, aside it was, from having to rewrite a whole song. Yeah, and then what we well we didn't finish harmony vocals there, we didn't have enough time. So yeah. it ended up the EP ended up coming back to Pittsburgh, and a friend Andy Stambaugh like added some like extra guitars and mixed the whole thing. And I did my harmony vocals. Oh, some with Paul too. So that that kind of like held it up, but we weren't like really in any hurry because we're still like touring on the first EP. Yeah, and releasing videos from that and playing shows and really milking it really trying to milk it <laughs> well, why it, not you know what i mean I, I think that it's really easy to forget when you're on a lower level that nobody has heard your music yeah exactly. it's like you think that yeah. you've heard like yeah. you know, you've heard it yeah and we like, don't you know, we're in a rush to write anything new. it's like oh you know <laughs> we've we've played a hundred shows in front of 40 people everyone's heard this like, <laughs> yeah. not really <laughs> right, right. Yeah. you still have probably a lot to do so but also it's it's good to have that the bun in the oven, if you will. Yeah. So you have something new and fresh to give everybody. Yeah. So we're starting to play singles from our new EP. Yeah. It's always I'm 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 literally in that moment right now where it's like we have new stuff, but we also have our old album. And when should we start playing new songs? Is it too soon? Is it not? And it's just like nobody fucking cares. If you want to <laughs> play the yeah. song, play the song. Yeah. If yeah. you don't, then don't. You always yell, Do you want to hear a new song? Like Someone, one person. These are goes. all new. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard any of these. Who are even, you? even like some of your friends that have probably seen you a half dozen times are like, "Was that a new one?" Yeah, like, no, absolutely. <laughs> it wasn't. We, we, oh, okay. With the EP, do you have like a title and all that stuff? Yeah. Do you want to, you want to promo it's any of that be stuff? Called all the things you dread. Okay. Um, it's five songs. It's very similar to the first ep but just kind of like improved bigger sounds um the first ep we had like a strict role to not add anything outside of the band so everything you hear is what you would hear like on stage at a live performance okay we kind of like layered in nothing too crazy but there's like acoustic guitars tambourines pianos yeah you ever you fuck with backtracks at all no 
not live. Well, no. I guess you don't have we a like, drummer, so <laughs> you gotta find someone that can play to a click. Uh, we, right. we, well, we we don't we don't fuck with you. You'll play to a click, but yeah. <laughs> like uh, but we could. I don't know. We just like vocal harmonies and stuff, so we just try to pull that out. It's fun. Oh yeah, know? vocal harmonies. It's fun to not have tracks. All day. <laughs> yeah. We, Plus, like I don't know, live. <laughs> We're like a very live band. Like Doug has like a distortion pedal on his bass the whole time. I have like, two distortion pedals. Yeah, it's just like yeah. we're just partying. You like know? our live show is definitely like. <laughs> I, 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 I would have loved it if that sentence just stopped. It. Doug has a distortion pedal. Like we're a live band. <laughs> Doug has a distortion pedal. <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit, they're real. Whoa, <laughs> hardcore. <laughs> okay, sorry. What were you saying? Oh, that was it. That was it. <laughs> just Doug has a distortion pedal. <laughs> yeah, with the the tour that you're going to be doing three weeks that's a that's a hefty chunk of time you're going to be playing any new cities for the first time um well on that one we're going to do some things in the south but what's coming up in march we're going to play canada Ooh, so that'll be a first first time first time in canada maine from maine hitting all the new england states uh, cambridge uh, yeah. massachusetts so yeah we haven't went further north than New York City, Chicago, before. Or, I don't know. or on that side, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, top of the New England states and the Canada, and then way back to like our normal areas. But it's super cool. fun. Yeah, it's gonna be cool. So, do you have like what connections up in Canada? Do you have uh, or just a band? Yeah, just bands. It's weekend shows too. So yeah. hopefully it's good. <laughs> <laughs> Playing it with be nowhere cool. fast. Music. Yeah. So like, yeah. who is a band we met on our first tour back? When we were booking on Facebook. <laughs> yep. So when it comes to like when you were starting out and doing all the touring, um, you're you're playing with bands, you're making friends. Are you doing anything like extra to keep track of the bands that you're playing with? Are you making any lists? Or are you just like yeah. storing it in your brain? A little bit of both. As it like became more overwhelming, we started using spreadsheets and whatnot. But it used to be like, I don't know, like obviously remember like what show was fun and which show was like, like funny, yeah, super <laughs> genuine too. You know, it's like people are your friends. You know? Yeah. With the band outside of the band, you know, outside of, well, I guess this involves the band. I can make this still band related. So you run a van and you're all together and you're driving. You're in, you're together in this, yes. this box on the road in America or soon to be Canada. Soon to be Canada. <laughs> all right. What are you listening to on the road? What's Ooh, in the tape deck? Depends who's driving. Our, say, our first van, like the radio had barely worked. Yeah. So still own that van if anybody wants to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> for sale. Don't buy a van. <laughs> say anyone want to buy my van? Don't buy a van. We have one for sale. Oh, we have a trailer too. We have a trailer too. Uh, I think usually like whoever is up front driving and their co-pilot with a map just puts on like Spotify, whatever they want. Like if it's Doug and I, which it normally always is, it's whatever you're listening to. Is that to, a dig? So Descendants <laughs> is on a lot and... What Lots of no podcasts. If it's me, it's gonna be ska all day. <laughs> ska all day. You're gonna get sick of it. We'll pick up CDs from bands we play with. And yeah, a lot of that. Pop that in. Yeah, yeah there's actually a lot of that. Like, we have like two shows. The club box like, is like yeah. full of like yeah. CDs and stuff. What about food on the road? Oh, oh, that's, oh that's, that's what we're all about. We <laughs> throw us down. We actually get made fun of because we put out a video for Tiny New Bedroom, which is a tour video, and people have commented like, "This is the cushiest video I've yeah. ever seen. Cushiest tour I've ever seen." Because we're just like us eating and like being on roller coasters and stuff yeah Hell yeah. But we, like, eat a lot. <laughs> we try to eat good like a lot of bands would be like we're gonna eat at mcdonald's save money but like our, a lot of the runs have been like a week long so we're just like let's make it like a vacation yeah like, we we could do that 
we're, yeah, we're like well see what enough. each city has to offer. You know, just like Chicago really was great for that. Yeah, we love Chicago hot dogs. Philly, obviously, cheesesteaks. Chicago, Chicago hot, hot dogs. dogs. My favorite food. Oh. Food in general. My favorite food is a Chicago hot dog from Gina Jude's. Gina Actually, Jude's. no, two. Two on one. The ball. double dog with fries. We went there. I agree uh, with that 100%. We got in the Chicago super late. Was that our first tour? Yeah. Yeah. And everybody went to sleep because it was like a long day. And Zach and I went to Gina Jude's hot dogs. 1 a.m. 1 a.m. Got some, drove the van and trailer there while everybody's asleep. Got some Gina Jude's hot dogs. Went back to the hotel, woke up like five hours later, went back to Gina Jude's <laughs> with the whole band. Yeah. <laughs> the experience was just as good. Yeah. In our Didn't defense, even like digest like the hot dogs from the night before yet. In our defense, that was the only night of that's where we got a motel because we stayed. We had off day in Chicago. We wanted to enjoy it. The other days we're sleeping in the van in pilot parking lots, which is so not all the tours are cushy. <laughs> yeah. I think people think the, the tour was cushy too from that video because it was like the way like Zach edited it was like, all us like eating food and then like all the crazy show part of the uh, sure. So it, people probably like, just it, saw us eating food and like didn't even make it to bed. Or yeah, whatever, it know? looked like a fucking uh like an advertisement. Go to Disney World. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly, right? <laughs> Family yeah. funds. Us. It was that yeah, fun for everyone. But it's like that's the point of the video, you fucking nincompoops. Yeah, you want to <laughs> see us like living like trash that we you are. See us like, yeah, yeah, right? Some, some want... people do. Yeah. Sitting well, in the van not doing anything, just Yeah, stupid. <laughs> if Sleeping outside in a cot. <laughs> if, if, so does anybody remember like back in the day when Denny's was doing the thing and they had like bands yeah. on the Denny's food menus and yeah. like they had like food yeah. items for the band members? Like there was like a Huba Stank burrito. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if it's there was a Stanky Rito, <laughs> if there was ever a, a, a Lotus Kid Denny's food collab oh, something disgusting what, what would the item be, be on called, that menu it'd be called the trash lord and it's just all, they just go and get all the table scraps <laughs> it'd be like a scrapple from no, like but it'd be like the pittsburgh version just mashed up whatever yeah one of my favorite things from denny's is their uh fried cheese melt the grilled cheese with mm. mozzarella sticks in it oh yeah it's gonna have to be something, something like, like that. disgusting something yeah. overly indulgent that you're gonna leave regretting what if it was a grilled cheese and it had the cheese sticks in it but instead of it being like four cheese sticks, it was like cheese stick, hot dog, cheese stick, hot dog. Oh, it'd definitely be oh hot. Yeah, because oh, we, we, my hot dogs are big with our Chicago. band. Too. I'm getting hot that. Dogs. See, yeah, we, we were hot dogs multiple times for Halloween. Yeah. I, I know that you guys already have a food manager, but if you need like a food or a manager, but if you need a food manager or a <laughs> yeah. branding food ambassador, I think I'm we, happy to. I think we do take the reins. Add on to this. the Excel sheet. We need to make a city. I will send Denny's an email. <laughs> Be like, yo, we got this idea. The fried cheese melt rolled up, two hot dogs in it. Chicken strips. What about a hot dog cut in half? Oh, how about this? Instead of bread, it's chicken strips. Oh, oh my God. Oh, so it's like a KFC strip. double down sort of situation. Yep, yep. Zach loves food so much. He left our drummer and photographer in jail <laughs> <laughs> across the state. Literally for a cheese. That is an exaggerated story. It is it's not, not exaggerated. Well, let's dig into this because I'm curious. <laughs> oh, no. so, so, some of our, so some of our dudes on the tour go to jail. That sucks, right? For trespassing. Well, we're, we're concerned about them. You know, they don't have their phones because they're in jail. Um, <laughs> Zach's like, well, I waited long enough. It's been like three hours. He's like, I'm going to get cheesesteak with other band. <laughs> and then I'm driving to the other show and I'm going back to Pittsburgh. Exaggerated. Um, so what really happened, Zach? First thing I did when I woke up was called that jail. I called them. <laughs> <laughs> 
like an adult. <laughs> our friends, Riley and Cree were there, and I said, are our boys there? And they said, I can't tell you that. You can't say, are our boys there to the police? I did. That's probably why. They didn't tell us. <laughs> they said, I can't tell you that. So. Yo. And it was, it was a Saturday, and that Monday was Labor Day, so they're like, they're not probably seeing a judge till Tuesday, and we're like, well, fuck. So Zach's like, well, I need my cheesesteak, and I'm going back to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Our plan that day was to go eat cheesesteaks, and they, they were like, <laughs> they're like, well, they're not getting out of jail for a while. So we had a plan to go down there, but we wanted to get cheesesteaks, so we wanted to get cheesesteaks. And well, as soon as we pulled up, we got a call from them. They're like, they're letting us out because it's too full in here. So they're like, okay, well, let's go back. And I was like, I'm already here. <laughs> I'm gonna hop out with the other band. Literally Eat. jumped out of a moving van. And you guys can yeah. get them. It was literally like we didn't have a second to spare, and he was out. So <laughs> you, you can call sticks. me an asshole. So if you how want. did they end up in jail? Um. So we played a show in Philly at the pharmacy. The pharmacy, which was in like South Philly, South Philly, South Philly and it's like very similar, like the South Side of Pittsburgh, like very tight, way scarier. Scary. Yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of filling in general is pretty, yeah, pretty a lot scarier than we have van issues. I'm driving the thing, it catches on fire. <laughs> Me and Doug pull the thing over. So we need to get a tow after the show. And it's uh, the same weekend. Yeah, this is the this same. Is, this is the start of like, like, the start of nine day run. This is like the end of the weekend. This is like the second to last show. This is like a Friday show, or there was a Saturday show. And then we yeah, had we played, I think Harris. So the van's like on fire. It's like I have a video of it. It's smoking, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Doug's yelling at me in the video. He's like, take it a video. It doesn't do it. <laughs> um, so we get the thing pulled over, play the show, call for the tow truck. We need like a flatbed that can like fit like the van and, and trailer. The trailer. So it takes like seven hours or some shit. So we're sitting there just bored all night. And uh, our photographer, Riley, and our fill-in drummer, by the way, who just met my band for the first time <laughs> on this tour, um, they got kind of bored. So they started taking some photos and they went into a construction site. Oh. So I guess the person who was building this building is like some Trump guy, like some like, you know, he was trying to judge your douchebag. Who's like, no one likes him. Yeah. No yeah. one likes him. Right. So Walnut capital. Got it. He, capital guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he's, he's had his like properties like torched and whatnot. So his security is like on it. So they, they trip a sensor. Uh, and so my friend Riley calls me. He's like, "Hey, I'm on the roof." And I see him. I'm like, "Oh, I'm going up there." So I walk across the road, and there's like, literally, other kid, you're not like five cop cars coming. And I just like turn around, I was like, "Hey, there's a bunch of police." <laughs> so uh, I don't go up, and the the resting officer who goes into this area steps on a piece of drywall that's laying over a hole. It's like on the ground. And he's heavier than the drywall, right? So he falls through it and he gets stabbed in the leg with a piece of rebar. This dude's just like pissed. So he took our friends to jail and he was like really mad because he was like, oh, you're wasting our time. Like there's people out here dying in the streets and like getting shot and having heart attacks. And this is like what you're wasting my time with. All the other officers were like, this guy sucks, but can't do anything about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So they went to jail. (laughs) They got out like the next 14 hours later. Yeah. Yeah. We made like, it to the next show, and it was we fun. made it to Harrisburg on time. But I think we had to sit forever, randomly in Philly, just waiting for them to get released. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, we why would I just sit there and do nothing when I could eat Philly cheesesteak? Like, I'm Someone not the bad solidarity. Had to wait. <laughs> we stick together. Solidarity if I'm in jail, boys. I want you guys to eat whatever you want. Oh, if, if right. you're in jail, I, you can I, leave I me like guitar the rest of the tour. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Do what you want. 
So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to check in after this March run and find out if anybody's still in Canada. Leave me in Canada. Exactly. <laughs> right. What would you do if I went to jail? Oh, my I'm God. So it, we would, would, just, would you call him up like, yo, keep him. He's wanted. <laughs> I would become worse. the new lead third singer. on him. Look <laughs> what your mugshot would be in, though. Yeah. That bolo ties up to no good. Oh, I got the biggest passport. On your face. I say his passport's in that bolo it's tie. It's filthy. Yep. You got this in Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I like both kinds of music, <laughs> country and western. <laughs> so that, that that's a good question, actually. If there's any, you know, sort of, if you're being genuine with me right now, okay. Is there anything that you listen to or go around the table that may surprise people? Oh, uh, probably everything because I don't listen to pop punk. <laughs> so <laughs> I like Blink One Eighty Two. Like I'm not gonna like lie about that. I don't. I don't know. Like. I like fart jokes. I, do, I like hot I do, dogs. You like older. I'm an adult. <laughs> I like older pop. I mean, I, I mean, I, if if like no effects and rancid or pop punk, I love that. Yeah, I know like two Wonder Years songs. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I guess I'm supposed to talk about what I do like, not what I don't yeah. like. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, do you mean just in general or like? Yeah. If, if there's anything that would be like surprise. Okay, here's like, something really, weird. Uh, when Steve started playing with us, uh, we both like love jazz music. Yeah. So over the summer. I was like going through some shit. So I Super went out and jazz. bought an upright bass. I already had one, but I want another one. And I went over Steve's house and uh, Steve, just, Steve's a music teacher. Yeah. I, I went to school and like for jazz. Got so it. Like, yeah. That's like, you, you got to know theory to play jazz. And I don't know theory. Like I just had like some crash courses. Yeah. And we, yeah, did, just we, just like, a, we could play. Yeah. Some jazz we just we, we, like learned a bunch of like jazz standards and stuff. You know, it's a good time. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Zach? I haven't really dove into anything new in a while. Zach's um, super into pop music. I do listen yeah, to like definitely. pop punk, like you know, no pop music. I, yeah, okay, I'm getting there. <laughs> I do listen to like the Wonder Years, Neck Deep, typical pop punk that you'd think you'd listen to. Um, I do love pop music, like radio songs. Like I'm about a lot of them. You, you, you fuck with Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish, dude. We I love, love Billie. Um, lately, I've been just like listening to like lo-fi and like chill step beats and like I like classical music. Just, just, just like. Vibe music, dude. Yeah. The stuff that's gonna just like keep it. me like chill, just like cool. Like while I drive, that's all I listen to. What yeah. classical music do you listen to? Oh, dude, the one with the piano. <laughs> the, uh, Zach's driving on the road, eating a hot classic. <laughs> listen to the Beethoven's Fifth. Just. I found a playlist that's like classical, like remade, so it's more like beats behind it, which I really enjoy. But, but I haven't gotten into yeah. anything like substantial, I guess, lately. But yeah, just vibe music, you know. You'll what about the 1975? They're a pop band. I like them. I haven't listened to them in a while. They're that chocolate mm, album. Okay. That's old. <laughs> that's chocolate so old. That's I don't my favorite songs. So I don't Dude, listen to anything new. It's a slap. And that, that's like one of the newest bands I like. Yeah. I've and they're not new. They're like 2013. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time keeping up with new music personally. Yeah. yeah. I've been getting better recently just because I've been. We have like a group chat and people. We have like a little a thread in our group chat that's only for sending new music. So we use Slack. That's cool. Do what? you use Slack for no, like how do no. you have do you have like any sort of a band messaging? I message. Just I message. Yeah. All okay. of us have iPhones somehow. Okay. So yeah, we we started using Slack, which is like a messaging thing for like big teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And basically it, it works the same as like any sort of messaging thread, but you have channels. So like you can divide the thread up oh, between no, topics. Like Discord. Yeah. That's so cool. it's like a so we have basically a Slack and there's one that's like, oh, uh, you know, this is all just bullshit. Like 
whatever you want to yeah. talk about here. And then there's one that's like, if you're sending music links, this is like all music sharing. Oh, this cool. is all upcoming shows, all recording stuff. Just so that's awesome. Things so like don't get lost like in the sauce. It's like one chat, but you can have it divided into Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. I haven't like checked it in a while, but we have like a music one and like it still shows unread on my thing. And if I ever have time, I'll just click on that. And it's nice. like, oh, shit, there's cool. all the, the stupid metal links <laughs> that they've been sending. Doug, what are you listening to that's weird, if anything? Literally, what I look like is what I listen to. (laughs) 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 I love that. I love really old punk. I love traditional hardcore. I want to, you know, bob my head, get a little angry. But I'm not an angry guy. I just, you know, want to hear them two steps. I don't listen to a lot of radio. I haven't lost some turn on on the radio. I listen to a shit ton of books because I drive so much. That's like what I listen to probably the most over music. Huge Stephen King fan. Shout out. <laughs> All right. And outside of the jazz, uh, do you have anything? I mean, you're, you said you were teaching music. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you already have probably a much wider palette totally. by, uh, by Just, default. Yeah, totally. Um, like I, uh, I love ska. I play in so many ska bands. Um, so I love Steve like, played the last warp tour with a ska band. Yeah, stacked like pancakes. I played uh the big festival in New Jersey. That was awesome. Hell yeah. Um Steve's so cool. Ska Master General. Such you know, cool. I play I played a ska band, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Um Yeah, I so I, what were you gonna say? No, I was I was well you finish. All I'll, right. No, yeah, I love ska. Um <laughs> that's the, it. <laughs> yeah, ska, I, ska, love ska. I love ska. No, but um <laughs> I I I really dig like uh poppy uh guitar driven stuff too like still woozy i i really fuck with that all over tree i love oh yeah i I also really fuck with like hard raps just like i want to hear bars all day like denzel curry like joey badass like uh, you produce rap i do i do produce rap as well um uh i fuck with uh like kenny beats and stuff like that Uh, as a music teacher yeah are there any genres of music that you think get a lot of slack or like negativity that you think should be looked at from more of a creative (laughs) standpoint than maybe they get acknowledged for totally trying to teach kids metal and like you know more alternatives like progressive rock is like you know like you almost have to teach them like theory and like it can be mind-bending for someone who just wants to like you know, maybe not be super serious about guitar and music and just do it as a hobby, but, you know, they want to play like a cool, you know, like, I don't know. Like, if you wanted to like teach them a corn song, that'd be like really difficult. It's like, this is some hard shit that like kids usually end up, you know, thinking, you know. So uh, I definitely feel like that sort of stuff kind of gets lost in the mix, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think. I think there's so much auxiliary stuff I imagine in the performance of a corn song that's like it's so uh, effects driven. Yeah. So it's like you can learn how to technically play what's happening, but it's not going to sound exactly. correct unless you have exactly yeah. you know yeah. this stack of pedals aligned in a certain way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of like uh, like poppy stuff nowadays too is like slick you know what i mean it's like from but more from like a songwriting perspective not so much like you know um difficulty to play but like you know maybe from like chord structure perspective uh, i've noticed a lot of that like going back to like that still woozy or like the oliver tree stuff a lot of that's like pretty slick and i think you know it's like there's a little more going on there than it maybe gets credit for yeah i i find in general especially being somebody that 
exists in the metal world a lot. Yeah. Seeing a lot of shit on, you know, stuff like Billie Eilish and things like that. And it's like writing that kind of music, something that's like writing minimal music, minimal pop, like a lot of the Billie Eilish stuff. That's insanely complicated to like do and make it work. Yeah. It's It's such a fine line. Yeah. It's like, you know, writing a technical metal song could be real easy if you're just going scale, 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 sweep, sweep, sweep. If you're going crazy, it's just like you're just throwing a bunch of shit. And even if there's one thing that's a little off, it still sounds crazy. You're just totally chaos. Whereas like Billie Eilish, like whispered, whisper sang her way to like seven Grammys or whatever (laughs) she won. You know, it makes you focus on the song because there's a smaller palette. Totally. Or like uh, you can get away with a lot more like Hosier, like people like like fuck with him so hard because of his voice he has this like crazy vibrato and like a lot of his songs are just like you know like when he like goes out on tour i'm sure he can do pretty much every song with just an acoustic guitar you know because the songs are so bare and like broken yeah. down that's, that's a, a good song a good song is a song you can play on acoustic guitar at a party and people or like piano like I agree. I, yeah, yeah i agree yeah, yeah. yeah. just I've, take the chords and melodies Break it down. Bust out good. some Beethoven at a party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I like. Don't get me wrong. You could go back to like a, you know, like an old school punk or hardcore, and maybe. I mean, I guess maybe some of that stuff you can maybe play on acoustic guitar. Oh, absolutely. Sound- linoleum. How many times have we drunkenly <laughs> yeah. played linoleum? A lot. Yeah. Uh, Everybody but, at the party loves it. But uh, there's definitely, I, I think, probably exceptions to the rule. But I definitely think that overall, yeah, there should be some sort of a rhythm chord melody that this could be stripped down to definitely yeah but also every song doesn't have to be good not uh, not every like not technically good right like, uh, something yeah. that's technically bad can be great yeah absolutely that's why we're here <laughs> <laughs> so with all of that being said we're going to be wrapping up here very very shortly but before we do that is there anything else that we want to talk about or would you want to tell everybody where they can find you? Yeah, real quick, we dropped uh, a single off of uh, the upcoming EP, Imbalanced. It's on Spotify. That's important. It's everywhere. Check it's it out on show. Spotify. Yeah, Spotify. You reviewed it. I did. Oh, yeah. So this is trash. I did. That sounds <laughs> yeah. garbage. Yeah, you did. Hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> and the dude from Hard Times said we, yeah, were, we, we were outdated. Yeah, what about popular 10 there's, years there's ago? Is like the Hard Times podcast now? Oh, really? Uh Oh, I guess they like sponsor it, right? I think it's, it's like just people like, that like write, I think, for the hard times. And we sent in that single. song. Actually, we didn't even send in that song. We just sent like our Spotify page. And they were like, they picked this song. I think the other guy was like, no, they didn't. He's like, <laughs> no, this, this is a new song. They picked it. Uh, he said it was like good. But he was like, yeah, it's uh, it sounds like Ten the story so far. <laughs> so like, it's outdated. What was the word you used? When from uh, describe breaking down people with like breakdowns. Not yes, amateur. don't listen to uh, us because uh, adolescent. we <laughs> adolescent. Yeah, we're adolescent, which is just fancy way to say we're outdated. Yeah, but we're bringing it back. <laughs> is what it is. I remember when I listened track. I think the one thing that just didn't stick with me was the amount of part changes, tempo changes. That one is but a that, lot of different. That's very like, but that's a it's a characteristic. That's a characteristic like a of, of the genre. Yes, yeah. which I think I said, and I also mm. said that I'm just I don't listen to a lot of music like this, so I get it. So right. for the style of music, it's yeah. successful in accomplishing that, but it's hard Hopefully. for me to make like a a really solid critique on something that I'm not actually like a super duper fan of. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like that sense. would be like I don't like pizza if i was that kind of a monster that <laughs> pizza and then going around reviewing, reviewing pizza it's yeah. like you know go fuck yourself right right <laughs> makes sense but the production sounds great really clean 
really good. Thanks, nice, man. Fun, upbeat. Yeah. And I'm stoked. It's the vibe. I'm stoked Ooh. for you guys. <laughs> Y'all having fun? You enjoying doing this still all these years later? Absolutely. Everybody, everybody having a good time? It's starting to finally kind of come together. So it's starting to get to the point where it's worth it. We're starting to tour more, release more music. This is the only band I've ever been in that we've released a second album. Oh, yeah. Well, don't speak yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it may never come it's out. It's not June. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah, plenty of time to fuck it up, right? We could probably do that in time. Plenty of time to get arrested and not get out. <laughs> yes. And before I before I hit this done button, let people know outside of Spotify where they can find you on the internet. If you give a shit. Yeah. What, what's your TikTok yeah. account? Uh, Zach has a TikTok. I do have a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lying. Let's see if I can You can right. put our music in your videos on uh, TikTok. Your chicken party boy 69. Just chicken party boy. Just chicken party boy. <laughs> <laughs> we're on Instagram at Lotus Kid Band. We're on, we're on Facebook. Literally everywhere. Twitter at Lotus Kid Band is the tag for all that stuff. Mm. iTunes. Whatever Distro Kid puts us on. Yeah. Everything. Deezer. Oh. Deezer. Oh, oh, we are. We're on Napster. <laughs> it's true. Yep. We really are. Uh huh. Hell yeah. Who the fuck's using Napster? My uncle. <laughs> One guy. Uncle Wallace. He tells me all the time. Uncle Napster. I'm not cool. I use. I use napster i'm like that is cool hell yeah dude <laughs> and that is all folks thanks so much for being here one more time lotus kit thank you all thank, thank you, you. it's been this, a lovely man. treat yeah it's been fun i'll be back again in a couple days with another episode same time same place same channel you know the drill my name is sykes start the beat 2020 woo, woo. thanks for listening goodbye we're done